1: We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the still uh, gives us
2: the life. Live. The reality is, he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
3: Good morning, all of you listeners out there in Real Presence Radio land. We're happy to have you with us today for this installment of real presence live and uh... We, uh, it's it's Doreen's birthday today. Normally, Happy Doreen birthday, would be Doreen. our guest, so we had to go to the bench. Yes, and, uh, second string. Here actually, I am. He, he, t- he tells me, though, that he's going to have better jokes than Doreen, Yikes. so I'm sure you're all looking forward to that's that. A,
4: that's a high bar. Yes, we, yes we, this we, is Ryan Sapo from Lumen Vision joining Jack this morning. That's
3: right. I was just going to say, you, you might recognize him as the voice of Lumen Vision, not to mention the CEO and the heart and soul and owner and everything else of lumen vision yes sir and they're one of our proud sponsors of real presence radio so we're happy to have ryan here He's been on before, and yes, sir. I, I was looking forward for another opportunity to get him back on here. Oh, so. this is
4: going to be a blast. I the, love uh, it. Today we're actually having a staff development day uh, at Lumen Vision. So the team's volunteering this morning, and then they're going to go uh, to Sweet Shots this afternoon. It's like that top golf oh, yeah. uh, thing. So we're going to we're gonna have a fun day after, after I get off this afternoon.
3: Right, after we run you through the ringer here on Real Presence oh, Live. What a
4: lineup we got today, Jack. This is going to be so much fun. I hope you stick around for it.
3: Yes, but uh, before we get to the program, let's... Uh, Uh, I think you've got a prayer queued up for us, so let's go and and start with a prayer.
4: Yes, let's pray the Anima Christi. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Separated from you, let me never be. From the evil one, protect me. At the hour of my death, call me. And close to you, bid me, that with your saints I may be praising you forever and ever.
3: Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Did I mention that it was Doreen's birthday today? And the, uh, that's not why she's not with us. She's actually uh, volunteering at the Catechesis for the Good Shepherd that's at the awesome. uh, Holy Spirit. So oh. she's uh, she's kind of uh, shepherding the little kids. And that's the best. She loves to do it, and she's really good at it. But I'm sure. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure she's... Uh, I'm, I hope she's tuned in today, but well, uh, I it, don't know.
4: If anything, I'm just hoping she'll grade my jokes. That's because she's got better ones than me. But yeah. We'll see We'll see how this goes.
3: Yeah, so it's her <laughs> 49th... No, 39th birthday 39, today. 39, wow. 39,
4: yep, yep. Doesn't look a day over 25. That's
3: right. Anyway, so uh, we had a real nice uh, family gathering for her birthday the other day. Wonderful. We did it a little bit early, and uh, it uh, it's funny because... You know, Dream does not like drawing attention to herself, and uh, you know, having a party like that. Yeah. And the next day, she couldn't say enough how much she enjoyed, you know, the, yes. the, the the family birthday, everybody being there, and everything just working out so well. But anyway, let's get to our guests because that's what we're getting paid the big money that's for right. is to, to introduce and, uh, and interview our guests. So why don't you? Uh, Interview uh, uh, introduce Maggie and Reed.
4: Yes so Maggie Pop and Reed Ruggles are from the University of Mary which is near and dear to my heart I'm an alumnus of the University of Mary I graduated in 2014 and you Mary has an amazing program thanks to some generous benefactors uh, that they are just getting started called the St. Teresa of Calcutta Community for Mothers and we're gonna learn more about this Maggie and Reed thank you for joining us Maggie I I want to know um, a little bit about you, where you grew up, where you're from, and then how you got connected to you, Mary.
2: Yeah, um, thanks so much for having us on this morning. So I'm from Brookings, South Dakota originally, and I came here six years ago as a freshman at the University of Mary. Um, so I came here over South Dakota State, which is in my hometown. And I, it was an incredible experience that I had as a student, and so I'm still here uh, now as a staff member. And I am the program coordinator for our Mission for Life program, which coordinates service opportunities as well as um, programming for things surrounding Catholic social teaching. Um, and I'm also the assistant residence director in the freshman women's hall, which is where I lived six years ago.
4: So That's amazing, Maggie. Thank you so much for what you do for you, Mary. Reed, I have the same question for you. Where'd you grow up and how'd you g- get connected to you, Mary?
1: Yeah, thanks for having us on, Ryan. appreciate it. Uh, you know, I grew up in southwest North Dakota, a small farm town community straight south of Dickinson in Scranton, North Dakota. Came to the University of Mary in 1998 on a football and basketball scholarship and uh, just loved it from the moment I visited it. And I ended up graduating with a degree in education, went on to St. Mary Central High School. And I had spent the last 18 years there. In the midst of that, I got a, a master's degree from the University of Mary in education. And so for the last six years, I've been serving as principal of St. Mary Central High School in Bismarck. And I, I, my family's grown in that time, and when I said yes to that position six years ago, seven years ago, my oldest was a third grader. He ended up becoming a freshman this year, and so it's been on my heart to, to make a move somewhere along the way there, and let him have an experience at the high school level without his dad peeking over his shoulder. And this position came open at the University of Mary, uh, Vice President for Student Development, and it was just a beautiful fit because I've been watching um not from too far but from a little bit away just the beautiful work that the university of mary does and i was honored to be a part of it so i started in my position this last july about three months ago and my affiliation with the saint Teresa of calcutta community for Mothers is that the residence life falls underneath me and so it's been huge for me to be a part of this and work alongside maggie and our director of residence life as well so that's why you see that that's why the two of us are on here together with this program as we work hand-in-hand um, hand together along with Alex Kanoyer, our director of residence life.
3: Okay why don't you tell us uh, more specifically now what is the program the uh, community the St. Teresa of Calcutta Community for Mothers what you know what exactly does it entail there? Yeah,
2: so touch that... base on that a little bit. <laughs> Thanks Reed. Um, This is a new program that we're just getting started now um, and prepping a lot of stuff for primarily the spring semester when we we know we have at least one woman coming in then. Um, And it is a community for single women who are hoping to pursue or complete an undergraduate degree um, on our main campus here. And they're either facing a crisis pregnancy or in need of extra support with their children um, who are between the ages of newborn and pre-K, so around age four.
4: What specifically does this program do for uh, those women, those mothers who are in a in a crisis pregnancy or uh, are looking, learning more about the program?
2: Sure. So we're a university, so our primary goal here is to bring people in and give them an education for the whole of their life and then send them on their way. Um, and so that's our primary goal with these women as well, is making sure that they have what they need in order to receive an education. So what that looks like in this, um uh, through this program is they will receive free housing um, and free room and board and we will help them find babysitters so that they can go to class not have to worry about who's taking care of their kids what's going on with that Um and they can feel free to go to class enjoy their studies do their homework um, and really thrive as students but then on the residence life side our wonderful residence director rebecca hoops who will be overseeing this program Um, will be also coordinating programming for these women to really make sure that they're integrated into the community as college students.
3: I would imagine that uh, uh, for a a woman who is uh, abortion-prone, that a program such as this would be very valuable because uh, so many times I think that their decision, uh, uh, one of the big factors is how can I continue with my Hmm. education? And uh, this seems to be a a real viable alternative.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of what we see when women are choosing abortion is people are telling them, you know, outside voices are telling them, if you want to be successful, you need to terminate this pregnancy. Um, When in reality, we should be empowering these women to say, no, you can be a mom and you can do these other things and we're here to help you. And so that's what the university is really trying to do with this new program.
4: I imagine it's really popular uh, with the students as well. Uh, when you said that they're gonna, you're gonna help coordinate some babysitting. I don't know a single college student who wouldn't like to hang out with a baby for a couple of hours. That's that sounds like a lot of fun.
3: Uh, I, I know a wife who would like to do that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, that sounds amazing. Well, how, sounds how, amazing. How is the program, is it up and running right now, or is it uh, still in the planning stages? Wh- where are you, and how did it start? What was the what was the uh, thinking behind it? So uh,
1: about, I would say, probably about two and a half, three years ago, uh, there was a generous benefactor who came forward to the University of Mary this was pre COVID and, and so sometimes in life it all comes down to the timing of when when things can get started and up and running and most of the time it is it's happening in God's time and so about three years ago, that's about when it was, a generous benefactor came forward and said, We would really like to start something like the San Teresa of Calcutta community for mothers, for young women who find themselves in need, whether as Maggie said, it's in a crisis pregnancy situation or they have a child who would be infant all the way into that pre-KH4, somewhere right in there. We, we just want to give to this need, and that's really what the University of Mary has always tried to do, and its Benedictine mission is wherever there's a need, let's meet the need and let's do the best we can with our community to to serve and in this case, it's a community from others. And so that's how it got its start. And right now, we we talked about this early in uh, late summer, early fall, and it was just pretty clear. We wanna we want to be able to roll this out at least in the fall of the year. So if we, if we have anybody that is in need, we can make sure that we accommodate them. And uh, we've had a lot of interest in the fall semester. And as Maggie stated, we do have uh, one young lady that's enrolled currently to to join us in January for the spring semester and so we would we would be able to rally our team around and make sure that we serve her needs so she can get an education
4: beautiful that is so beautiful i'm I'm really glad you Mary is. Doing this and getting this program started, I, I think it's really cool because one of the one of the things that I love about the University of Mary is that they're not just saying it; they're doing it, Jack. They're 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 getting right. the you know they're they're saying yes, we are pro life, and yes, we believe that mothers can uh, continue their education and thrive and be successful, and they're backing it up with programs like this that allow for moms to continue their education. And I, I think that's so beautiful, especially. I mean, even just in the workforce, you know, there there are people that are, you know, hey, we're pro-life and we support it, but we're not going to offer paid maternity leave, or we're not going to do these things that are important for uh, sustaining families, and good faithful Catholic families are going to have a harder time discerning whether or not uh, having children is a good idea, and they're going to be scared of having kids because they think, oh, I, I don't want to, or I can't afford taking that time off, and this sort of program on the academic side there's something to be said about having the feminine genius in the workforce and also in the classroom that yeah. is just such a beautiful thing
3: and, and you also look at the attitude of you know the secular secular colleges and where they are yeah. on the uh, on the pro-life spectrum and here you have uh, you know the University of Mary uh, an academic institution you know promoting life you know, as an institution in a real hands-on way. Yeah, it's tangible.
4: It's something that we can feel. Maggie, I have more questions about your role um, in the the Mission for Life uh, office. I I think that that's such a a big part of this uh, program specifically. Do you have more information on what uh, Mission for Life is doing through the University of Mary?
2: Sure, yeah. So um, as I mentioned before, uh, just to sum up, (laughs) my role is, the coordination of service opportunities, but also cultivating this awareness of um, and knowledge of Catholic social teaching uh, and diversity and inclusion fall into that as well. Mm. And so when we're looking at this program specifically, um, a lot of my mission is to present this to our students as a way to, like we've been talking about, live out that pro-life identity um, and really cultivate that empathy for these women, because it's easy, I think, to be um having this stance of i don't think women should have an abortion it's another thing to come face to face with somebody who is facing a crisis pregnancy or who is a single mom of a small child and to be able to see the challenges that she's presented with and say i'm going to choose to love her in that and so really presenting them with these opportunities to primarily volunteer as babysitters and we'll provide background checks and all that stuff to make sure our our students are good to go but um Really, to inspire them to say to put their money where their mouth is and say, "Yeah, I'm pro-life, but what does that mean?" Um, And I'm going to support these women no matter how they wound up in these circumstances.
3: That's great. Yeah, it's just so nice, you know, to see uh, such a positive pro-life thing that the you you know there's there's no way you can criticize a program like that. Yeah, but I think awesome. We're we're up at uh, up against a break right now, so uh, we'll uh, we're going to continue our discussion with. uh, Maggie Pop and Reed Ruggles from the University of Mary and on the other side of the break. So stay with us for more Real Presence Live, and we'll catch you on the other side.
1: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play. To which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Alexa-enabled devices
1: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary
0: things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network
3: welcome back to the as we continue our first segment of real present live real presence live excuse me with the inspirational and uplifting jack connelly and Ryan Sapple.
4: Yes, sir. Okay. Here we are. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about inspirational, but we'll try to be positive. Well, today, I was just, was just, I was
3: just following up on what the lead in voice was saying. This just, is,
4: this is, wow! What an amazing, what an amazing segment we yes. got here. This is, this is incredible. Yes, thank we're, you.
3: We're talking with Maggie Pop and Reed Ruggles, and they're with the Saint Teresa of Calcutta Community for Mothers program out of the University of Mary, and it's a program for where pregnant single women uh, can have free room and board at the University of Mary and then free childcare after the baby is born. Exactly. And so uh it's a new program. They've got uh, one uh, young lady coming in I guess in January and uh it's a, it's a new program so they're going to be building from there and I'm yeah. sure this is going to be a very uh uh very useful one. And and I guess one of the things we'd like to talk about in this second segment is uh uh what are the you know what do you see you know as the benefits of this program, because I'm sure there's benefits for the university as well as for the the uh, the the young women that you help. And and um, you know, and what's the need? You know, what what is the need for a program like this?
1: Yeah, thank you for the question. That's a great one. I'll start first and then turn it over to Maggie a little bit. One of the things that I Maggie alluded to and said that is very important is the benefits for. Uh, for the For the mother who would be coming in is you know sometimes you get in a situation where okay, you find yourself in a crisis pregnancy, and now what? and you had all these hopes and dreams and plans, and so now what do I do and it and it really does it 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 causes your world to change and, and but it's a but if it, it's a beautiful thing too, in that okay, we don't have to put your complete life on pause with this program. Uh, you can come to the University of mary and we'll make sure that we give you free room, board, and child care. And so in the midst of a time that might seem unstable, we can provide you the support and the stability that you need to continue to receive your education. And so for us, you know, we talked about it at the break a little bit, education for the whole of life is our vision. Our brand is University of Mary For Life. And so this has to do for every individual life. And so this young woman, we want to give her the support, support stability that she needs so that one day... Um, when she's out, she's out. She's employed, and she can provide that same support and stability uh, for her child. And so that's really one of the great benefits. Um, and then from a need standpoint, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty rare that we can have a program where it doesn't just have to be a crisis pregnancy or an infant. In other words, sometimes when you're in a maternity home situation, you can't take a toddler if you weren't there um, first. And so we, we have the ability to, to have a mom who has a two-, three-, or four-year-old come and stay with us and we can provide that daycare uh, opportunity so mom can go to school. And so that, that is a pretty cool thing and that is the need that's out there right now and we're able to meet that need so that's special.
3: Are, they going to, are you going to have like special dorm rooms for them or will they just be kind of fully integrated yeah. in with the rest of the student body?
1: no that's that's right we we have a, a specific place in our benedictine uh in our benedictine center that's uh it, it, like Maggie talked about before Rebecca hoops is our residence director for uh, a hall that's right beside uh, our Boniface east wing and so she would they would they would have their own wing and uh, we would make sure that we accommodate that wing and and have it you know kid friendly and and enjoyable and welcoming and friendly and and so it
4: would be a specific way. Um, Maggie, I think you had something to say, too, about the benefits and the need for the program.
2: Sure. So speaking a little bit to my role in mission for life and coordinating service opportunities for our students, um, I am really able to hone in on this aspect of we have this thought that when we give, we receive, right? And so just going back to um, talking about being face-to-face, being like confronted with this, crisis pregnancy or the single mom, um, this gives our students the opportunity to be transformed by their service uh, because they're able to serve in a capacity that maybe they haven't had to before or haven't had the opportunity to before um, because they're giving their lives away in love to help a cause that they really believe in. And so ultimately, I think as the university is putting themselves out there in, in this capacity, we're inviting women in because we want to help them but as with most service opportunities, I think we're the ones that are going to end up being changed by it.
4: We're on the phone with Maggie Pop and Reed Ruggles from the University of Mary here on Real Presence Live. They're talking about a new program at the university called the St. Teresa of Calcutta Community for Mothers. Um, Reed, I was curious what uh, your experience has been on campus. What's the reaction been once the announcement of this program happened?
1: Yeah, i I think it's been, I think it's been beautiful it's been well received and a lot of excitement a lot of excitement around our campus and and around our community one thing that was special we had our university chapter the other day and uh, a beautiful uh, one of our uh, beautiful employees uh, a mother uh, came up and shared her story about uh, how great it is for her to have been able to continue and, and get an education in a situation she found herself in, and we we rallied around that, and and um, it wasn't somebody that was enrolled in the in the program here, but it was just somebody who's like, this is so special and near and dear to our heart that um, we want to try to rally around it a little bit on campus. So we did a little fundraiser for it, and um, I think the goal is somewhere around fifteen hundred from our faculty and staff, and we we doubled it. We went to like three thousand dollars, and that's just going to go you know to part of this scholarship and and uh help any young lady who might need it so our campus has a lot of buzz around this right now too and you know because it's it's a it's a topic that's near and dear to uh, our heart and in a lot of people's hearts so it's been pretty cool
4: Maggie, uh, in your role as a residence director as well, I, I'm curious how many applications you've received from uh, uh, some of your students who are volunteering to babysit. I just think that yeah, any time that I saw a baby on campus, I was just so excited. So I, I'm wondering how many applications have you seen,
2: Maggie? Yeah, so we haven't quite opened up like an application process yet, but sure. um, one of the benefits of my role of yeah being a residence director here on campus, I have a just about six month old son as well. And so I have plenty of women who are reaching out to me saying, if you ever need me to babysit, just let me know. And I'm thinking, (laughs) okay, so I have them for my own personal (laughs) needs, but also going to push them to this program once we are able to open up um, applications and having background checks ready and all of that. And so that's a a good resource for us as we have all of these women and a lot of men, too, that are willing to watch kids because they just love them so much. Um, And then in the same way, they get to invite these mothers into the broader campus community by befriending them, being in class with them, and all of
3: that. You know, having gone having gone through the need for babysitter stage, albeit the number of years ago, <laughs> I'm seeing where this where this uh, this roster that you're keeping could be worth a lot of money yes, to somebody.
4: Absolutely,
3: I think they're probably going to have to revise your your <laughs> your, your ethics. Uh, <laughs> As far as how you, how much of that information you can share amongst your friends and family.
1: Well, Maggie, I I think you can share that babysitting list with me too, since I have seven children. I'm always looking for a babysitter. I was worried leaving the high school ranks, I wasn't going to have access to babysitters, but we've got more out here. Okay, so we,
3: better, be we, be, we better shut down this discussion because your your switchboard, and you Mary's going to light up after yeah, this program. <laughs> today.
4: I mean, this is what an incredible opportunity for. Uh, young women and for the students at the University of Mary to really like, like we talked about, you know, put our money where our mouth is, mm-hmm. and the University of Mary is 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 a leader in pro-life ethic. I think, um, just based on my experience through the university yes. and then also uh, through programs like this. So I, I'm really grateful for this. I, is there a place that um, you know? I my understanding, uh, Reed and Maggie, is that this is this is something that was announced, and we're really excited to get it started, and a lot of the details are in the works, and we're just getting this program going. So, is there a place that people can find out more about this program specifically through the website, or uh, any, any other social media platforms?
1: Absolutely. Uh, for, for right now, um, we have, I think the best way to do it right now is to make a call or an email, and it, it, it'll be up and running on uh, social media platforms at, at some point, but right now, just if, if someone is interested in this and the, the first thing is applying uh, as an undergraduate student once accepted you can apply for the scholarship um, And then you know again free room board child care uh, for single mother and her child and if there's any questions that anybody might have about the program, uh, reach out to the manager of undergraduate admissions. that's Alexis Tibor. She can be reached at 701355. Eight zero two eight again seven zero one three five five eight zero two eight, or at her email. Um, maybe the best way to do it is just to call her. But her email is ajtibor at umary and uh, she gets the ball rolling. Obviously, if anybody's looking to donate, you can reach out to our director of mission advancement, Paul Keeney. Um, he can be reached at that again that same seven zero one three five five, and then the four digits change eight three two nine. So seven zero one three five five eight three two nine. You can email them at plkeeney at umary.edu. So you have two opportunities there. Number one, if you want more information on the program, you talk to Alexis Tibor, um, or, you know, you want to donate to this, it's near and dear to your heart, you can talk to Paul Keeney. Um, If anything comes and you don't remember any of this, you call the switchboard. You can call for myself. You can call for Jerome Richter. You can call for Maggie. Alexis, Paul are also there for you. So we'll make sure that anybody that's interested gets information.
3: Wonderful, and uh, uh, we certainly wish you all the success in the world, and I think uh, that's going to happen. Yeah. It, it, it just it sounds will. like such a wonderful program. Uh, I've not heard of anything like it before at any other college or university, so I, I think this is just another one of those you, Mary, innovations that's kind of yeah. out there in front.
4: They just hit it out of the park. It's just amazing. Yeah. You think You think they've done it all, and then they do something like this. And what a cool thing that a benefactor, a donor, said, hey, I want to do something like this and brought it forward to the university. That's such a beautiful okay. thing. What a great apostolate. Yes.
3: Well, thank you, Maggie and Reed, for being with us today. For our listeners, you've thank been, you. We've, been, we've been visiting with Maggie Pop and Reed Ruggles from the University of Mary talking about their St. Teresa of Calcutta Community for Mothers. And up next, on, on the other side of the break, we will hear about a call within a call and how one man serves both God and his country. We'll be talking about to Monsignor Brian Donahue and and his time as an Army mm. chaplain. And also, uh, Ryan is going to tee up one of his uh, one of his jokes.
4: <laughs> this is oh yikes! I hope Doreen Wait. is listening. Yeah, th- I hope she is too. She's going to have to grade this. This okay. is going to be rough.
3: For, so, with the, our listeners, stay with us. We'll start our second segment of Real Presence Live right after the break.
1: Live.